Hey, welcome to tonight's show. It's hot here. Sacramento is 90, well, it's about 90 degrees. It might as well be, you know, it might as well be 100 after 90 because you stop counting. So if you hear a kind of buzz in the background, that's a fan. My air conditioning's out in the main house, so I cannot, I have no AC. So here I am. Anyway, welcome to the show tonight. My name is Charlotte. I'm your host. Yes, I say host, but anyway, um, and it's going to be a cool night. I've got an old friend on, uh, Heather Woodward Ashira. Let me sure I get her last name right. And uh, she's a psychic medium who's done a lot. And 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 we're going to talk about some of that stuff. And I do believe she's going to probably do some readings for you guys coming up here. But you guys have to request on the chat, you know, and we'll, we'll go from there. But welcome, everybody. Um, we are the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, but we also have branches of the team up and down the state of California, Washington, Oregon, and some in Hawaii. So you can find us at www.californiahaunts.org. But in the meantime, you got me, the radio show. So without further ado, let me open up the chat room. And I got to enlarge these things because I'm blind as a bat. Excuse me one second. There we go. Ooh. No, I'm really big. I can see myself. Yikes. I can see everything on my face. Anyway, um, <laughs> let me get Heather. Let's welcome Heather in. Bring it up a little bit. There we go. That's what I get for enlarging me. Here we go. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I have to enlarge everything because I'm a blind dot, you know? <laughs> I love touch screen. You have I didn't know if I was going to like it when I bought it. You know, I'm just like, woo! Hello! You have to excuse I'm good. Um, You have to excuse me. I have allergies, so I'm sucking on Ricola. So if I look funny like a chipmunk, that's why. No problem. <laughs> I have a real bad, too. It's amazing. I can even, like, not sound stuffy and stuff. Tell me about yeah. You've done so much. I talked to you I know. way back I know. when it's you wrote been... those books about the ghosts in Arizona. That's how long it's been. Oh my god, that was 2007. Yeah, six, it's been a long 2007. Time. Yeah, and you have done so much. Your yeah. resume is like this now. So tell me about you. I know. Oh boy. Um. So I wrote two books, obviously. Um, about I used to live in in Arizona, and so I investigated all of Arizona. I wrote two books about it, and then. I kind of got out of the ghost hunting scene for a while just because I was getting tired of it. And um, and then I started to do um, more psychic stuff and more channeling. And then, um, oh my gosh, I've been doing so much. Then I started, I taught at a college for a while. I taught psychic development at a college for a while. I, it was very strange. I was like, 
I wonder if I could do this like in a scientific way. So I started studying parapsychology and then I, I wrote a curriculum and they accepted it. So they paid me for it. Um, so that for a little while. And then I started doing uh, like uh, sister circles to help women like facilitate them. And then I started teaching channeling and then now I'm teaching channeling and I have a couple podcasts going right now. And what else am I doing? Oh my, I do so much stuff. Like a lot, my thing right now is, is experiments. I love doing parapsychology experiments and love doing psychic experiments. And I love teaching people to channel. So okay. I'm doing a lot of that right now. And then I'm getting back into investigating, which is so weird after all this time. Like it, it never goes away. People ask me all the time, come look at my house, do this. I, I always get hit up. So I'm getting back into it again after like five or six years of not doing it. So it's fun. Sometimes a break helps though. Sometimes we need a break because it gets to, it can be overwhelming. It can, it gets, um, I was talking to an investigator, I can't remember, um, who, oh, Bob from Planet Paranormal one time. And he said to me, sometimes you have to get, take a break from death. Like if you get too close to it, it just mm -hmm. gets to be too much. And I, and I, I was like, yeah, um, you get too immersed in the dark and it, you forget that you like, you have to live too. And so, um, you just kind of have to get out of it a little bit and then come back to it. I think. I wanted to ask you because I just, it's been, you know, I follow everybody on Facebook religiously. I was taking care of my mom. So that was my outlet. And you had done an, you, remember that, yeah. you had done the elevator game. Oh yeah. Tell me about the elevator game, how that went. We have footage of that. So if you want to look at it, it's on, it's on um, YouTube. But uh, so I am notoriously claustrophobic and I hate elevators, but I have to tell you, I, I have people around me that are like, want to be my guinea pigs. So, because I, I love to do experiments. Like the elevator game is a, a perfect example. Like what if in the right circumstances on the right day, you know, like the, something opens up and it really does happen. But we did the elevator game and, uh, afterwards the person who went to the elevator first he told me he said well if you don't know what the elevator let's, let's take it back so if you don't know what the elevator game is basically you you go up um a certain amount of of uh floors in, an, in a specific order you have to do it in this specific order then you, ha you have to get up to the 10th floor so you have to be in a hotel or something that has at least 10 10 floors but he told me that as he was doing it he did feel something off. Like he felt something weird. And he thought for sure if he finished it, that something was going to happen. Now something didn't happen, but he swore as he was doing it that something shifted. Like there was a, uh, I don't know how to explain it. He said that there was something that just wasn't quite right. And so we had some other people do it and they all said the same thing. They said, when you start to do it, there's something about the, the sequence that you actually do believe that something could possibly happen because it's so real. I don't, I don't know. There was something about it that now I have not been able to get anybody to like, actually, then they have never been to the 10th floor and actually seen the woman that's supposed to come through. But everybody who I have worked with who has done it said they believed that it would happen because it, it's that like liminal. Like you get into that liminal space in the elevator and, and you could, you can almost feel it could happen. So that was very interesting to me because I thought people would be like, oh yeah, whatever, push the buttons and they'd be like, 
not even you know have any kind of effect on them but i thought that was very interesting that the, the plausibility was there that's interesting what hotel did you do that in i did that in um ventura county in the uh we all there's only like we were in ventura and there's only one hotel there that has 12 floors okay and it was the one that's on the beach uh it used to be called, it used to be the Pierpont Inn, but I don't know what it is now. But I think it's a Regency or something like that. But yeah, it has twelve floors, and it's the only one we could find. So, like Heather says, um, the game we've never done it, we've never attempted it. But I was I, I was fascinated when you guys did when when you did it. You had there's a certain sequence that you have to push the buttons, and mm -hmm. uh, at, at some point, like she says, when you hit the tenth floor, you're a woman's supposed to get on the elevator with you. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And if you look at her, she takes you to another realm. Right. 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 Yeah. Or if right. you get off the elevator, you go to a different realm. So if you follow her off the elevator, you go to another realm. That's but fascinating. I find I find it interesting that like because I've been I've been studying liminal spaces and stuff like that. And I find it fascinating that an elevator could actually be a liminal space because it's kind of in between two places. Like you're literally in the building, right? But you're not actually in the building. You're, so it's like, it is a very liminal space. So you could, I mean, now that I'm thinking about now, now I have to do it again. Because if you were like, maybe to put my neural beats in it, or if you were to like raise the frequency of the elevator, you know what I mean? Or maybe put EMP or chant in the elevator, mm -hmm. you could create your own liminal space in the elevator as you go up. And so technically you could create your own vortex. I don't know. So, so what about, it's an um, interesting thing now that you... What about EMF in those elevators? Is, is there a lot of EMF in the elevator? Mm -mm. Okay. Not at all. Okay. Because that would be an awesome So, I mean... You... I know, right? It would be very cool if you could, like, totally use the fluctuation of the EMF to... Yeah. ...to put yourself in a liminal state. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. But no, there's not. It's That's the other thing, too. Like, I actually have done investigations in elevators before, and even though I'm claustrophobic, which is weird. But... I've tested. They're very. They're on lockdown. Like you can't feel anything. It's almost like a Faraday cage in the way a little bit. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So you um, you're getting back to into investigating. I know, like you say, you you did Arizona. Mm -hmm. It sounds terrible. You did Arizona. That sounds terrible. But um, I did all of Arizona. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> your, I did. But <laughs> your books are fascinating. I mean, I, I still read them. They're still. Oh, they're thank still, you. They're still in my bookshelf. You know. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And. Um, you know, I want to go back. In fact, my, my cousins live in Arizona, and they were excited when they found out I was going. Because I went back for uh, Oakland Day spring training one year, and they wanted me to go to Jerome with them. And I said, well, I just don't have time to do that. I wish I could. I did go to Tombstone, though. But um, hmm. I do want to go back to Arizona and, 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 and do some investigating, like, around Jerome and stuff at some point. But um, I, I look at what you've done. Like, you know, even though you weren't ghost hunting... You did shift gears. I, you know, I, cause you had this great website. It was fascinating. I had psychic friends that one in particular who just thought your website was was the bomb. Your original website. Oh, thanks. She says that's how I oh, want wow. mine. Oh wow. Okay. Hell, this gal does hers. That's how I want mine. You know, and so I've, I've been following. <laughs> I've been following you all this time. You are really. You're good at what you do. You're really, really good at what you do. Thanks. And there's no denying that. And I see you online, like like with Facebook down there. Now you've got this other group. That, that you set up with the witches and all this mm -hmm. what's up with that tell me about that okay so i have two groups but the one i'm doing okay, okay. so i have the we witches three which is a podcast but that one okay so 
I'm a, I mean, I'm, I'm way out of the closet, but like, okay, so I'm a pagan and um, I'm an eclectic witch, which means that like, I, mostly I do hoodoo, but I do, I do, um, if you're eclectic, it means you like you pull from like many traditions. So whatever basically I want to use, I use and I read about it and, you know, and I, I have my tried and true. Like I do a lot of candle magic and stuff like that. And I do a lot of root work, mostly hoodoo root work. So um i've been in the field okay so i've been reading tarot since 2000 for professionally i've been reading since like 2006 mm-hmm. and that's been my main money maker for and then i did coaching for a while and, and again i did the psychic development stuff so i've been in the scene for a really long time and um being a paranormal investigator and a witch is kind of an interesting uh, and a psychic because i know all the technical stuff right mm-hmm. but so i'm really really tech heavy but I do rely on my senses a lot. So I'm kind of, I'm one of those weird people that can do both. And we were just three came across, uh, came about because there's a lot of gatekeepers in the community and all the communities like paranormal and everything where you have to do things a certain way. You have to use certain equipment. You have to, as a witch, you have to do things a certain way. And I'm like, no, no, you don't actually. That's not how it works. And, you know, 20 plus years doing this. I'm like, whatever, I'm gonna do it my way. And so we were just three as a podcast. that's basically, it's a big F you. It's like, <laughs> hey, all these things people talk about aren't true because if they were, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing. And so it's it's three. It used to be three of us, but now it's two of us. And now we have guests. But it's basically just debunking anything everybody says about being a witch or, or being a paranormal investigator or being in this scene. And so that one's kind of my irreverent podcast. But um, my little baby project right now, it's not just mine. It's, it's, it's a collaboration between four people and um it's called okay the name is really weird i know it's called the council of greg and um the reason why it's called the council of greg is because we all are channelers and we're all psychics okay and we all have certain guides and um i um found out i've been studying star seeds and and i'm considered as i think i'm considered a star seed which means that you you come here for a special purpose and it usually means that you have some kind of DNA lineage or affiliation. And so I've always worked with Palladians and I've always kind of been very multidimensional. And so um, my friends are the same way. We all channel. What we realized is that a lot of our spirit guides are on a council or they're, they know each other. And it was just really weird. We have a lot of like, we, we realized, and we talk about this in the podcast, it's called the council of Greg, but we realized that we have been kind of living parallel timelines for the last seven or eight years and we like certain things happened at certain times we we're like oh my god what is going on and so we kind of went through this rabbit hole situation um and realized that we've, we've all been kind of been set up for the same purpose through this council and we didn't know what to call it mm-hmm. so we called it the council of greg because greg is just such an odd name then later we found out that greg is actually a, a specific thing and it was a very weird synchronicity but i can't tell you because you have to listen to the podcast <laughs> um okay. but we're gonna be talking about that and we're gonna be talking a lot about that and um we're all psychics we're all channelers we're all paranormal investigators and we are all readers and so we go at things in a completely different way because we all know our equipment we all use equipment we're very much into parapsychology. We're very much into psychic experiments. Um, I love like the Gonsfield experiments. I love oh, uh, the God helmet experiments. Persinger is like, like, man, he's my spirit animal. So 
Dean Raiden, love Dean Raiden and all of his stuff. So um, we we do a lot of, we're gonna be doing a lot of like teaching people how to channel, how to connect to our um, spirit guides, how to go into Akashic Records, um, how to tap into your past lives, but also how to use equipment, how to, like, how do you use a K2 meter? How do you, like, what's some good paranormal investigation protocol? You know, um, go into some of these experiments, like the Gonsville experiments or the or the person versus God helmet stuff. Or even, like, right now, um, I'm making a dream machine, mm-hmm. which is a, a spinning machine uh, that flashes lights at you that puts you into a trance. Um, and it was... Uh, Wilmes Burroughs' friend, I forgot his name. I, I should know his name at the top of my head, but it's, I don't know it. Anyway, um, he came up with this idea um, to put you in a trance, and actually it spins at a certain uh, hertz, which is like 8 to 12 hertz, which is actually the healing hertz. So you look at it and actually can heal you as the lights flash. Wow. It's considered the heal. Yeah, I know. It's considered the healing. Um, it's a divine feminine uh, hertz. And so it's very interesting how it will put you in a trance, but also it will heal you at the same time. So it like, it's a very interesting thing. So we're building one right now because we're going to practice with it and kind of see if we can put other people into trances with it or like, or what it does. Um, another experiment we're going to be doing is uh, water because water has healing properties. And so we've been collecting water from different um, grottos and different, places all throughout the United States that all are healing whale wells or healing waters. And we're going to do some tests on them through Hertz and through um, like putting them in pyramids and stuff to see if we can raise the vibration of the water to see how it changes. Yeah. Just interesting things like that, that are, that are associated with the paranormal, but really aren't. That's really just more about the human experience, like the human experience and how we, but it's, it's kind of bringing together. It's something that like a lot of people do. We're like bringing in the the paranormal and the psychic together and kind of meshing it with technology. You know, I'm really a fan of ITC too. I love like spirit boxes. I love Frank's box. I love all that stuff. Um, Spiritcon, all that. Like I'm super into that. Like I, I mean, and I'm mean, I love spiritualism. Spiritualism is like my jam. Like I love spiritualism. Um, and just the old way they used to do seances and parlors and stuff. And so I want to incorporate some of that too, but we're, we're going to be doing these things that not a lot of people do and kind of pushing things, you know, pushing the envelope of things and just saying, Hey, you can be a paranormal investigator. You can have all the equipment in the world, but if you don't know how your own psychic senses work, mm-hmm. you're not really getting the full picture when you're investigating. Would you agree with that? I mean, you've been investigating forever. Oh yeah, I agree 100%. In fact, you remind you you remind me of us because before my mother got really sick, you know, and passed away, we were mm-hmm. starting to experiment with Gonsfield and and, and and do that stuff. Oh. I, I want to get back into it. So I'm I'm excited about your about your podcast because I would really like to look into all that stuff more and learn more about it. So this is really cool. This is right. But yes, I agree mm-hmm. with you. You know, we 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 of course have our our share of debunkers on this team. But if you don't understand how your psychic abilities work, there's no point going out. You know, yeah, you have to know there how isn't. that works. Just, yeah. Yeah, it has to be both. And we just did an investigation at the Fee House, which is in, uh, we did a live stream there. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it's so interesting because there really is a difference between those who believe and those who don't believe. I mean, the people that were more skeptic didn't really get much. And same mm -hmm. with the Crescent. Like we just did the Crescent just recently, the Crescent Hotel. And and there is such a difference between those. The, the people that believed had like really great experiences. The people that were questioning had questionable experiences. And I think if you go in with an open mind and you really, really kind of know how your own abilities work, even if like, okay, so even if you don't really think you're psychic, you, you, you're probably empathic or you probably are sensitive. I mean, if you're into this stuff, you're probably somewhere on the, on the spectrum there, it, because why would you even be into it? Right. Absolutely. Like, and what people don't realize yeah. is when you can combine the psychic part of it with the technology part of it and come up with results that, that, that parallel each other, it's exciting. Hmm. It is. I'll have to, um, so speaking of the, um, of, uh, you were just talking about Arizona. What was it? Um, tombstone. The, the theater there, what's it called? I always forget. Um, something bird. What is it? The big one there. Um, that's really haunted. See that you got me the bird bird. I forget. I forget. See rain for it. You know what you're talking, you know what I'm talking about yeah, though, that, right? That the, theater, um, yeah. the big yeah. theater there. That's really, really haunted. Right? right. Okay. So we went in there one. We went in there one time with a, with a, a team and we really wanted to see if our equipment would match the psychics. And so I actually got uh, hooked up to a laptop um, with uh, galvanized pads cool. to see if my psychic senses could pick up on things as the machines did, right? So we did all these things and we sat there and there was actually, we had this major event that happened. It was just really weird. We had this major event happen. Basically, we were in this dark room and right next to me, I'm sitting next to a wall. There's a pounding on the wall. Boom, boom, boom. And I was like, oh, like freaking out because there's nothing there. There's it's a wall, right? There's nothing. There's nothing there. So we turn on the lights and we're looking to see if we can get behind there, or like, is there somebody upstairs? Or maybe it's like something. We're like, no, that's just a wall. There's no way in or out. So um, the person that I was with was looking at the computer, and he said, um, "You picked up on it." A few seconds before it happened and i was like what i don't remember that he's like no your galvanized responses already were picking up on it before it happened he's like i can tell you exactly where it happened because here you jump but you're about five or six seconds ahead of the actual event and i was like all right cool <laughs> but he's like yeah there's something to this psychic stuff there's something to it because he's I, he's like, I bet you anything, you were already looking at it as it happened. And I said, I don't remember that, but that uh, that probably could be. Um, so that I was can, really interesting to I me. I can believe also, that. But, um, years ago at the Hotel Jeffrey, uh, we were in a, there's an area, there, there's two, there's a hotel and then there's the, the bar, of course, there's the saloon, you know, so they're kind of, there's kind of, and there's an alley area in between where there were two buildings, but they, they put a roof on it. So we go in there with, with one of our psychics and I, I, I had a tri-fill meter. It's all on film. And I said, you know what? I said, just, just, you know, stand there real quiet and take notes. You know, write down what comes to you. Well, as it turned out, as the go, as the, as the go, as we were asking questions and the ghost was communicating, she was writing stuff down. As she was writing the stuff down, the meter was going off like one of those old radios. 
Oh wow, yeah. Like it was in sync with whoever was talking's voice. And then when we when we hear the EVPs back, it was the exact same stuff that she was writing down. Which was Oh my really gosh. Cool. Yeah. And I have it on film. I'll have to show it to you one day. I have it on film. I have the whole thing on film. It was amazing. But yeah, I See, mean that stuff people, just amazes me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people don't realize how a team, a well-trained team to can work with psychics and, and it works hand in hand when you're out. It works completely. Um, we were at the Crescent Hotel just recently. We were with somebody who's just tech. Birdcage theater, by the way. Birdcage, thank That's you. It. Oh my gosh, why can't I remember that? <laughs> thank Sorry you. for interrupting. Um, it just, you know. No, 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 no. It's good. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> we were with somebody who was like super tech heavy, and and we went in and we're like, yeah, we're not that tech heavy. We're kind of psychic. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, by the end of the night, he was like, okay, I believe you, whatever you guys do, because there was so much correlation between what he was getting with his equipment and what we were getting. And we were getting stuff like at the same time, like boom, like, and then he was like, yeah, I like, we would say something and you know, this is the council Greg team and we were, we were say something. And then he would be like, oh yeah, I can verify that. I've, I've read about that. Yeah. I know who that is. You know, and he was just like, okay, why don't I have psychics on my team? I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you? Like, you should, because they're the people that can go in and tell you that spot, that spot, this is where it's going to happen. This is not where it's going to happen, you know, and, and that's, it's very interesting. Also, I think with, and this is something that I don't understand. You go in with all this equipment, right? And you set it all up and then you're like, but where's the human experience? Like these are, these are used to be human beings. Even if it's a residual, even if it's just a residual thing, mm -hmm. these used to be human beings there. Why are you bringing in a bunch of equipment without a person? Like, why aren't you putting the human experience back into it? Because that's where you're going to get the, the best information because, you know, energy signatures attract energy signatures. So if you want to attract a ghost or an entity, then you probably should have somebody there that's empathic or has that human feel to it. So they at least feel comfortable. If you go in with a bunch of equipment and just ask stupid questions. I mean, I don't know. I was thinking of myself, like if I was a ghost or an entity in a place and I had all these stupid people coming with this equipment and they just asked me dumb questions, I would be like, I gotta talk to you. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Exactly. I mean, I always, I always thought, it was a waste of time to go in and just ask questions, just just bare bones questions when you could take people in with you because you don't even know what you're dealing with or who you're dealing with. You know, you could be dealing yeah. with somebody from the 1800s and you're asking them questions from from from, from the from the 90s or whatever, and they're going to be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" You know, right? So it's exactly. Like you can go in and say, yeah. "Okay, she's over there. She's dressed in, a, in you know an 1800s style dress." Well, then you know kind of how it how to how to line up your questioning, and it makes it a lot better with the EVPs and everything else you get. Yeah, because then you can word your questions from for the time period. So at least they mm -hmm. get it or they understand it or you can dump things down a little bit. And that they give a very good point there, too, because if you're from the 1800s and you're throwing a K2 in somebody's face, you're like, what the hell is that? I don't get it. Like, they're going to be so confused by it. So, yeah, there's all these these variables that you have to think about that people just people just kind of rush in and they're like, oh, let's want that ghost to talk. And um you know, and sometimes like some of these cases are just so sad too. Like we went to the Crescent and we, we ended up doing some research on it afterwards. And I was like, oh, soul crushing, like what some of the stuff we found out. And uh, the podcast is actually, if you want to listen to the podcast, it's coming out tomorrow. It's the, um, 
we're doing the debriefing of our investigation. So if you want to know like the whole story of what happened, it's crazy. Okay, cool. There were some crazy asynchronicities where I'm automatic writing. Uh, Evelyn is doing uh, Estes in the closet. We're vibing. We get directions on what to do in the hotel and where to go. And we're like, okay, we're going to follow it. We're just going to follow it. And all these things start to line up and we're literally following the psychic stuff we got. Like we wrote it down and followed it verbatim and things just started to fall in line. It was the, I've never had anything like that happen before. It was so weird, but I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it because no, no, no. the podcast comes out tomorrow. But I agree with you. That's like I said before, people don't, other teams, you know, the, the hardcores that I call the hardcores, they don't realize mm -hmm. how useful having a psychic can be. When you're on an investigation because it helps mm -hmm. so much and, and, and you know something that is sad for me when i go out to a residential with one of my psychics and she takes and talks to the client and i see the client start crying i'm like mm. she hit it boom there it is you know right there it. it is there it yeah. is yep she nailed it and, and you I mean, need that you need that it's, it's incredible the why it's incredible like i said when when the psych when the psychic's working and the technology's working and everything starts to come together during an investigation it's absolutely incredible absolutely incredible hey you told me it, one it, time it, go ahead good good i'll say go it just puts you in a very liminal state but go yeah. ahead you told me one time that when after you went on investigation you burned your clothes I burn my clothes. I I wash my clothes, but I okay. have before burned them. But okay, okay. Yeah. I, I wash my clothes though. Okay, so okay. I still do that. <laughs> I um so I don't like okay, so I don't know how to explain it. There's a sticky feeling to to um Okay, so one things I don't do anymore is like I will not spend the night in a haunted location anymore. I just can't do it. it it's I'm too I'm too sensitive to it and they all come and just want to talk to me at the same time and i'm like oh i can't do it but i i don't burn my clothes i well i have burned my i think i told you a story where i did burn my clothes but that was a whole other situation but um i do take off my clothes and i wash them right away and this is why because there's a sticky feeling that comes when you're in a really haunted location um and you're in that energy and the last thing i want to do is take that energy home with me and attract those situations, you know, like a creative vortex into my house. And then because you're wearing the same clothes and you're, you're in that energy. So I always take off my clothes and put them in a hamper in the other room, or I put them straight into the washer because okay. I just want to get rid of that, that feeling. Does that make sense? Like I, I don't yeah, want the so. residual even anywhere near me because I want to experience it and then put it away because uh, what used to happen to me a lot of time when I was investigating, when I first started, I didn't really know what I was doing. I bring stuff home with me all the time. And then I would have like three in the morning, <laughs> you know, weird dreams or I'd wake up with people over the foot of my bed. Cause you know, I'm a medium. So I'm like, right. I, ah, I can't deal with it. <laughs> I just want to do it and go home. Like I just, I just want to like, like I want it nice little bubble of my own safety, you know. Is your house active anyway? No. Mine is. No, I. <laughs> is it? Yeah, mine, but it's all relatives. That's why if I bring oh, see, home, okay. if I bring something home for an investigation, I know I brought something home because they don't act the same. Oh, okay. 
so my house is is an intentional dead zone people come into my house and they're like oh your house is very very like quiet and relaxed and comfortable and i'm like yes that's on purpose i do a lot of of um I do a lot of spell work around my house, like uh, to shield it mm-hmm. and to keep it in a very like neutral area. Um, everybody visited me. To, we, we did some filming. We're gonna be we're putting together a, a seven part project right now. It's gonna be a video project where, where we just got done filming it, but we were here over the, uh, like a month ago. We were here together to do some filming. We did like back to back filming. Too. It was like three days of like straight filming and we did have something show up and I was like, Oh, this is the first time something's ever been in this house. What do I do? Like, um, but we got rid of it really quickly, but it was, it was because, because I do, I try to keep, I don't like living in haunted houses. I know that sounds strange, but I don't like living in haunted houses and I don't like, I don't like any flux in the, the energy. I want to be able to come home to like a nice, like womb space. That's like quiet. And you know what I mean? But it's interesting that your house is haunted. How do you deal with that? Well, since it's my relatives, it doesn't bother me. Hmm. I just tell them, you know, I, I know okay. you're here. You know, I know you're here. Don't don't scare me. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But you know yeah. what happens? And Monica, who's who's in the chat room, can vouch for this. We've done some training films with with the uh, infrared camera and everything in the house, and we will pick up EVPs because they'll talk. Wow. You know, but I don't want to hear it. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't care what <laughs> you're like, I don't, don't want to hear you. It's good. It's you know, fine. But yeah, we will definitely pick up EVPs. Like I've heard, I think I've heard my my father come through, you know, on a on a EVP. But I don't want to. I don't want to know. You know, you know what I mean? It's wonderful. Yeah. They're here, but I don't want to know. I'm good with it. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I don't. I don't talk to any of my dead relatives. Like when I go and get readings, people are like, "Oh, you have all these people around you." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I I do. I don't talk to any of them. That's why <laughs> they're like they're waiting." Yeah. I'm like, I just don't. Don't want to know. <laughs> Absolutely. So I totally get that. Do you find when you yeah. go out on investigations that, um, because I've, I've had this happen up in the gold country, you know, doing like old places where once you start doing um, dowsing rod sessions or once you start doing your, your stuff, they come, they just keep coming because, because yes. they haven't had anybody doing that in that area. And so they're yep. lining up in the streets because they, because they want to talk to you. Yes. It's interesting that you mentioned douse. Do you douse? I douse. You do? I do too. How funny. <laughs> we got to chat more, man, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, you need to chat more. I know. Like, oh, I, I don't know a lot of dowsers. That's really, really cool. So what do you douse for? Do you douse for um, ghosts or water ghosts, or yeah. ley lines? Do, or what do you... I, I, do, I do ghosts. Hmm. I do spirit work with them. How do you do spirit work with... with with um dowsing rods now like now i'm gonna interview now um <laughs> so so do you do you use it for directional to find out where they are or like how do you do it just i use both i use it for directional to find out where they are and i'll also run a digital voice recorder during evp sessions with the camera on and i'll ask yes and no questions with the rods too to see if i can correlate mm-hmm. okay i do that too how interesting so i use it to find yeah i use it to find hot spots like right. where is the activity? Right. So usually I go with my, usually I go with how I feel, but then I always like to have something to verify it with. Mm-hmm. You know, where I you think I know, right but now, I don't. Off they go, you know. Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, yeah, it's a great tool for me. That that's my thing because because it's easier for me to ground with dowsing rods than just for anything else. Oh, that's you fascinating. Okay, yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, I feel the same way. 
Um, but I also use dowsing rods for like to find ley lines and to find dragon lines and to find um, like sometimes I want to know like, okay, why is a certain area so haunted? So I'll go outside and figure out where, where the ley lines are or where the energy mm -hmm. flows to see how it's flowing to see if it's, mm -hmm. that has anything to do with it. And I usually find that where the haunted location is, there's usually some kind of, of funny energetic path that goes through it that, or limestone. There's got, there's always something that's kind of there's always something that's, it. That, that's, that's yeah. The conductor. It's making that it happen. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, the conductor. Yeah. But yeah. Fascinating. But dowsing is, is amazing. We're going to have to talk more, see and compare some notes here because we, we got a lot of stuff going on this parallel. I know you need to, you need to be on our podcast and talk about dowsing and talk about I what you do, do because I think I can do that. Yes, I think you'd be amazing and you probably have all the information that we need. You're like, and by the way, and we were like, what? We were we were waiting for that. We were waiting for that to happen. So that's well, usually what time, happens. I start talking to people. We'll, we'll do we'll use three three psychics on these investigations too, where I'll have one do a remote read on the building, and then I'll have one that goes in for the investigation itself, and then I'll have one that 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 will do a read after and have all the notes compared. That is a great way of doing it. That is how you use your psychics. Like I'm very yeah. impressed, actually. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I've got some people. We in have. Yes, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep. This I'm is sorry. Fun. I keep go cutting for you it. off. Um. Okay. We. We. So we have four people in our group, and the three of us are like super channel psychics, and so but we all. Ways of doing things. So like okay. Oh, oh, okay. okay. It went away for a second, but we all, we all have different ways of doing things. So it's, we do stuff like that. We're like, so I'm really good at automatic writing and dowsing. So that's like my gig. Um, uh, Evelyn is really good at like working with entities and moving entities over. She's really good at the medium stuff. So we just, we put her on mediumship because she's like sure. great at it. And Estes, she's so good at Estes. Oh my gosh. So we, she's that person. You know what I mean? Um, Stephanie is really great at channeling energies and she will literally like, she, she amazes me. She will literally take on the energy of the experience and act it out in real time. Whew. Well, that's the thing. Oh, that's what you like, find, you know, yeah. over the years doing this stuff is that you can get people that, that, that specialize in certain things. Well, we might have lost her. Yeah, we might have lost Heather. She'll be back. <laughs> anyway, this is a great talk because I'm learning a lot. You know, we're not the only team that that, that does things a certain way. Um, so this is exciting for me. Um, yeah. Oh, she'll be back. They, okay. We're oh, back. sorry about that. Okay. Lost you. Yeah, That's it's, okay. It's okay. No, it's really. Oh, what what I was saying was that. That's what's neat about doing this as long as you and I have and, and the way you operate, because you operate similar to what I operate, in that when we go out on a case, there are certain psychics that have certain talents and abilities, and you can actually put them in the, in the, in the correct positions that they need to be in. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's um, I think if you work with people's strength, I think that's the best way to do it, and you have a great way of doing that. That's that's amazing that you you. <laughs> the internet did somebody have a question yeah here we go yeah um, sorry about that we do have some questions monica had a question about the elevator game is uh, um 
that asking that does the person do the people know what what they're actually going to experience on that or do you send people in that have no no clue of what's going to happen no wow my internet's bad tonight guys I'm, i apologize i have crappy internet sorry now. yeah mine is okay it's i think it's going to rain here so i apologize um no, but you, you, you have to tell people because you can't look at her. You have to, like, what to do. I yeah. guess you or, have to or tell else, a little bit you don't about want to, what's going on because you don't want to scare the hell out of somebody either, you know. Hey, push this button and go up to the 12th, go, go up to the 10th floor and let me know what happens. See if there's somebody a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, that's just mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it, I mean? Um, it'd be fun if, it was if you look at the elevator line, view, but, you know. Find it on. <laughs> let's see. But if you, yeah, my internet's bad today. Okay, so since Heather comes back on, we'll go ahead and get some okay. readings going for you. Okay, yeah, we're here. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. You're in it. I mean, I, I don't have. I don't have the best Xfinity internet either, so it could be my end as well going going completely. So it's a turkey shoot. But anyway, we're talking with Heather Ashira, and she's been around probably a lot longer than maybe as long as I have, or even longer. I don't I don't think she's that old, but. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm learning a lot about how she operates and, and all that, and, and it's great because she op her team operates in a, in a similar way. And uh, I'm glad you're all here. I see Sarah Nicole's here. Hey, Sarah, I haven't seen you in a long time. Karen Elizabeth is here. Monica Funk is here. Debbie Fights is here. Marisa Haynes is here. Oh, and Heather's here. No, no kidding. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. I do not know. No, that's okay. I don't know if it's your end or my end, but... My Xfinity internet sucks. So mine does too, and it. Anytime the weather changes, my internet goes weird. I live in the. There I go. Okay, there I am. Oh, now here we go. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. What was the question? Oh, uh, the question was about we were talking about the elevator game, and. Uh, whether or not you put people in there like not knowing what to expect and just tell them what to do. Wait, what was the question? That was the elevator. I only half the yeah. question. Yeah. I think we answered that. Oh yeah. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, so look up the elevator game and read about it because if you do that, you'll find that there's very specific instructions and we order and if you see the lady you have to do a specific thing so yeah i wouldn't i had heard that a group had gone and done that at the hotel cortez okay gone did and what i did you hear that that, that, that no. some group had gone and done the elevator game at the hotel cortez Yes. Yes, I have heard about that, but I didn't hear what.
I hear cards. I hear you. I hear you wrestling cards now. Okay, yeah, I am. Yeah, they isn't... are, guys. All right. Well, yeah. I do have some people who would like like some readings, if that's okay with you. Sure. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right. Yeah. I'm going to start from the top. Karen Elizabeth from Oregon would like a reading today. Sure. Okay, Did you have you. a question? Do you have a question, Karen? I guess not. Just a general reading, I guess. All right. Just a general reading? Okay, so... Well, if you're going to do a general reading, but let me just... Karen. Okay, Karen. All right. <laughs> the dog snoring. <laughs> People are so used to so, it. They're just like... You know, okay, go ahead. I'll shut up. <laughs> That's okay. No, so I got the Ten of Swords for her with the, let's see, Awakening. Oh, that's interesting. So it's the Judgment card. And then, um, ooh, Knight of Swords. Okay, so what I'm getting from this is that I don't know what the situation is around her, but uh, these three cards together would indicate that she's going through some kind of ending right now, like where like things are definitely changing in her life for the better, though, even though it might not feel, feel like it. So whatever she's gone through in like the last three to six months has been kind of tumultuous, where she's like, I don't know if I want to go through this. This really sucks. Um, and so there's, there's some kind of hurt or pain around it, too. But with the Awakening card, which is the Judgment card, it just means that you're whatever you have gone through in the last three to six months you've had to gone you have to get through it because it's like a transformation you're moving into something better you're moving into better energy you're moving into something that is going to be more like what you want um knight of swords means that it's going to happen very very quickly so you're going to go from like being depressed and sad to like what why is this happening to me to like whoa everything just sort of falls into place so be careful what you wish for right now, I would say, because you're like in a manifesting phase and like the next three months, you're going to start seeing things that you've been wanting or things you've been trying to manifest, like happen really, really fast where you're like, uh, wow, I thought I wanted this. <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. That kind of thing. So, um, the, the worst part of it is over though. That I think that's what I want to say to her is that the worst part of it is over because Ten of Swords is such a hard card. It's like, anything that bad that could happen will and it's like god why do these things keep happening to me and you're and you're kind of trying to figure it out but at the same time you're like in this emotional place where it just hurts so that part is over you're, you're in the good part now where things are going to start to move the way that they need to and you're going to see some like i would say may is going to be really good for you where you're going to start seeing the fruits of your labors a little bit i know that's very general but she didn't ask me a question so she says perfect you're right on Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Monica okay. Funk asked a question. She's also from Oregon. And she says, I want to know if... Just move down. See, I'm blind, I tell you. I want to know if there are any entities around me and if ghost hunting has made me sick. That is such an interesting question. Well, I can tell you that ghost hunting hasn't made you sick. Your energy is blocked, though. Um, let me do a scan really quick. I don't need the cards for this part. Um something right here so you you have something you really need to work on your heart chakra it's not it's not ghost hunting it's that you have fear <sighs> okay so you have a lot of blockage like 
in this area, I would work on your throat chakra because like, I'm gonna start coughing here in just a second, so hold on. Um, you aren't expressing yourself, you're kind of holding everything in and there's a lot of anger around something. I don't know what it is. I can look on that part though, but um, what was the question again? I'm sorry, I got lost in her energy and forgot the she question. She likes to know if there's any entities around her and if the ghost hunting has made her sick. Mm -mm. No, it's not entities, it's you. And, and, and I, I, I don't know how else to say it. It's one of those things where you have so much, yeah, three materials. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, okay. Um, there's so much anger, whatever you're holding onto, you're holding onto something so tightly. Uh, there's like this, I, there's this, there's this need for control or this need for, to, to like navigate the world the way that you need it to happen. And, and that's the thing. And you're, you're so, there's like these things that you're not expressing. And so they're just like sitting in your body. I would I'm getting the impression that you might be really strong with PK to so psychokinesis. So you could be your own entity. And that has happened so many times. It happens with women mostly where you get angry, you get upset, you're holding everything in. And then all of a sudden things start happening in your house. Like you see shadows in the hallway, closets will open and close, um, doors will open and close. You'll hear knocking in the middle of the night and it's all you, it's all that energy of you needing to escape so i would look up poltergeist because i bet you you are your own entity um my advice to you is start journaling start like go and get a pillow and start screaming in a pillow and just get all that energy out because it is making you literally making you sick and work on your your heart chakra and your throat chakra and just anything you can do to express even if it's just yelling and screaming like one of the things I used to do all the time when I, well I still do it when I'm angry I go in my car and I trip the music really loud and I scream as loud as I can <laughs> just to get some of that energy out that would be my suggestion I hope that makes sense awesome thank you Arisa Hayes from Rancho Cordova would like a reading that focuses on finance and health how's, how's that going to go for her? well okay let's look <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Let's look it. <laughs> Let's see. I know. I'm, I'm so like about the cards. Um, the lovers card. Sure, you don't ask my romance. I was gonna say the devil. Well, um. Four of Swords. Okay. Uh, you sure you don't want to ask about romance? Because that's what came up. Um. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> the cards are all like we don't want to talk about finances um usually when when you ask a question like that health and finances and something else comes up it means that your finances are going to be fine like you already know what the issue is so fix it um it's like why are you even asking me that uh health I bet you her health is related to her relationship whatever this is if, if it's either her relationship to somebody else or relationship to self but there's a relationship that's causing the health issue because the lover's card is about choice. It's about fate and karma, which means that there's a theme happening here. Everything that's happening to you right now is for a purpose. So it's important. And you, 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 whether 
you are either in a relationship that's really important right now that's kind of faded or karmic or you're going to be coming into a relationship that's faded and karmic and so whatever is happening right now is part of that it's it's setting the scene for that um look at the lessons that you're learning right now like what is so what is the health situation and why is it affecting you because there's something about that that you're supposed to be learning karmically because the devil is the ties that bind which means that well in this case if you are your, you are your own worst enemy because of like codependency or because of a, some kind of addiction or some kind of issue that's holding you back and that could be her health but again it's attached to another person there was somebody else in the mix here that's either that's making this weird four of swords means you need to take some time alone and really work on self-care i know that's trite as shit but really self-care like figure out a way to like make yourself first and and i would take may and really really do something good for yourself like if you can take a vacation i would say that because you need some news a new spark of new energy you need something to like revive yourself but also i'm really interested to know who this other person is because this other person is really affecting the situation um and girl you are so karmic there's so much karmic stuff happening with you I would suggest getting yourself a past life reading or an Akashic record reading because you have a lot of things right now that are karmically affecting you. And if you're, if you could figure that out, it would fit, you would, it would help you figure out how to get rid of it because it's, um, so with the Akashic, there's these things called anchor points and anchor points are things that you have to go through in your life. Like you get a lot of free will, but these are anchor points and the anchor points are here to teach you a lesson. And usually somebody comes in to help you learn that lesson. And that's what I'm seeing. And I can do a whole show just on that, but I'm trying to keep it really short. But <laughs> that's what I would say about that. So I hope that made sense. Thank you. Sarah Nicole would like just a general reading. Okay. All these general readings. You people ask me really, really specific questions. But let's see. Okay. Let's see what comes up. Sarah Nicole is her name? Yes. Okay. Sarah Nicole. The Emperor. Nine of Wands. Oh, interesting. Ace of Aces. Okay. One more. Oh, the Tower. All right. Wow, lots of change happening. Um, all right. You need to listen to your intuition more like okay so what i'm getting from her is like you have a super creative streak like you are very very highly creative you're very sacral so like first three chakras so like you have a lot of ideas you're very like i would almost say maybe you might be a fire sign but you have a lot of fire in you whatever it is and you're very very like strong-willed um the emperor coming up means that you know what you want and you know how to get it and you don't like when you don't get your way which is fine because you know how to get it. Like Nine of Wands is like, you are very inspired. Um, you have a lot of really good ideas. You should follow your ideas more. If you followed your ideas more, you'd be rich. Um, stop listening to other people and the voices in your head that are telling you that you can't do it because you can. Um, if you were, this is not a negative card. I know people say the tower is negative. It's not, let me look see what the next card is. Oh, wow. Ten of well, ten of cups. That's what I thought. Okay, so 
if you were to stop listening to other people and all the doubt that's going on in your head, because you have a lot of people around you that are kind of negative, that are telling you that you can't do it, that your ideas are dumb. If you were to stop listening to that and really, really move. <coughs> oh, my God. Okay, you need to work on your throat chakra, too. You don't speak up enough. Um, But if you were to, like, start listening to yourself more and listening to your intuition more, the tower means that a lot of things would change, but for the better. Like, there would be a lot of things around you that, that were, I have a feeling like you feel kind of restricted right now, like you can't do what you want. And ten of emotion means that you have everything you need right now to get what you want and to make things happen. You were just too afraid. You're too, you're too afraid of, like, bucking the system. Also, owls are about wisdom. Um, which means that you are probably very psychic or you have mediumship abilities because owls are usually about connecting with the other side. So I would look into that too. Like, why are you, are you using them? Are you probably a medium? And I don't even know. But um, there's something about that, about using your healing abilities or using your psychic abilities for whatever you're doing. And if the question is, can I use my psychic abilities to make money? Absolutely. I make a lot of money doing what I'm doing. So you can. Um, I, I went from working corporate, I quit my job and I literally said, I'm going to become a psychic for a living. Yeah. I make way more money than I would ever make in corporate. So I don't know why I just said that. Maybe she needs to hear that. But it, Sarah it Nicole says she has an owl tattoo on her arm. Mm. There you go. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, Pamela. Work with the owl energy. There you go. Pamela go Schmidt has an active house and she wants to know maybe who they are and how can she get rid of them or how can she get it to calm down? So she has an active house right now. Okay. Part of it is you're feeding into it and I don't know how you're feeding into it, but you, you are giving whatever it is there. Okay, so you do have an entity there that is, you have a lot of residual going on and it kind of expands and it, it closes like as residual energy does, but you do have one entity there for sure that does mess with you. Um, now you do feed into it. So it's feeding off of your energy. <laughs> the moon card, <laughs> your psychic, you, she's feeding off of your psychic energy. Um, also, you're very emotional. So it likes, it likes you because you're very emotional. Um, Oh, okay. So it riles you up on purpose to feed off of your energy. What I would do is try to figure out a way to be neutral about it and try to figure out a way to deal with your own emotions. So, um, also I'm, there's this thing called the, the pink egg, um, protection where you close your eyes and you just think about a pink egg around you. Like you, you move out from your heart chakra and then you imagine yourself with a pink egg around you. Um, and it's a way to protect yourself from entities and stuff like that. Um, you need that because if if you if you stop feeding it, it will go away or it'll be like, oh, I don't want to play with you anymore. So it's really feeding off your emotions. Um, you know, you have a lot of water in your all in your chart. And so it's it's feeding off that. The other thing that I would do is um, I know it sounds really silly, but it absolutely works. So go get some holy water and some holy basil. Or you can just re use regular basil. Just find it at the grocery store. Put the basil in the holy water. If you don't have holy water, just take distilled water and do uh, Psalm 23 over it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, blah, blah, blah. That will make that will create holy water. But if you can get it from a church, that's even better. 
or go to a Catholic church and have it blessed. You don't have to be Catholic for that to happen. I do it all the time. You go to a Catholic church or go to a monk or something and ask them to bless the water. They will do it. Um, anyway, put the basil in the water, lightly mist the areas of your house you do not want the spirit to interact with. It totally works. And while you're doing it, just, just say the Lord is my shepherd, my shall not want, read the whole thing. You can you'd have it in your hand. But that is a good way to break off the energy. Um, so that way it's not so connected to you, but it is feeding off of you. So you don't want that. You're probably really tired too. You, you, you might be having like a lot of strange dreams too because of it. Okay, cool. We got a couple more for you. I don't want to exhaust you too much. And is it, oh, okay. This is hard. Oh, okay, okay. A Pat Yote from um, Nevada says, tell me about my relatives on the other side. Ooh, lots of questions about relatives on the other side. Okay, right away. Okay, first of all, okay, your relatives don't really care. It's You have an angel. Um, sorry, I'm looking at the wall because all of a sudden it showed up. Um, you have an angel around you that really wants to talk to you. I want to say it's Chamuel. I don't know. Anyway, that's who came up first. Uh, they have some information that you're not getting. Um, you are super connected, and sometimes you just ignore it. So that came through. But okay, so then you also have a mother figure around you that um, comes and goes. Um, I don't know if it's your mother, but it is a mother figure. There's blonde. There's like a blonde hair or light hair. Um, this person is kind of like a guardian angel to you. Uh, they want, what do they want? Oh gosh, you guys are really mean to yourselves. Okay. Um, there's a lot of judge people are very judgmental to themselves, but they want to say that you are being a little too judgmental of yourself and also that your money's going to get better. I don't know why they want to tell you that, but, um, your money situation is going to get better and they are helping you on the other side. And, um, one of the things that, that I, I want to say to you from her is that, there's a lot of love. They really love you and they adore you and they really want you to be nicer to yourself because you're kind of mean to yourself and you, you have a lot of weird thoughts about yourself that just aren't true. And they're like, if it, this woman is saying, again, I don't know if it's your mother, but it's a very motherly kind of energy. And she's saying, if we, if you could see you how we see you, that would be really awesome because we adore you on the other side. Also, there's a little boy and I don't know who the little boy is, but there's a little boy with them that I don't know if it's related to you if it's just somebody that this woman picked up because she is very nurturing so she's going to pick up other people but um I don't know there's just a sense of and also talk to your angels because that channel guy came back um <laughs> but there's like I just want to give you a hug because there's like this sense of like just stop being so mean to yourself like just really hold yourself in high regard because you could do great things and um, look out for butterflies, particularly yellow butterflies. These are the yellow ones with the black on them because that's this person trying to contact you. Awesome. One more we have. Leanne wants to ask about her her memoir. I can't even say that. <laughs> memoir. She wants to know, is she writing a book? Is that what she's asking? I guess so, yeah. Oh. Okay. Let's see. Awakening judgment. Wow. You have a lot to say. That's good. That's good. Uh, this is actually a very good project for you. 
Queen of Swords. Oh, you have a gift. You have a gift for writing. This is amazing. Uh, two of Wands. So you're going to have a choice of more than one publisher. Um, hangman. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Let me see why the Hangman came up. Chariot. Oh, okay. So you have a different perspective. That's what the Hangman is. The hangman is perspective, and I was trying to figure out why it came up. And it's because you have a really interesting perspective about things. And your voice really needs to be heard. You have a gift. You have a gift with words. You have a gift with ideas. And you have such a different perspective about life and, and about how things need to happen. And you have this like very flowy kind of airy energy. And you pick up on really cool concepts and stuff. And your memoir is going to be really, really interesting. Someone's going to pick it up. But I, the two of wands just means that there's going to be more than one person interested in it. So make sure you query for it. Definitely, definitely um, send it out to some publishers because they're going to pick it up because they're going to be like, wow, your, your story is so different. It's the difference. It's you. I don't know how to explain it. I wish I knew you because it's like you have this really quirky like energy that's like you you just see things from such a different place and you could teach people really like how to be more like I almost want to feel like you're inspirational in a way. And so they're going to want to pick it up and so you're going to want to write more than one book, by the way. So the, the first one's probably going to be more, the second one is not, but it feels very, um, I don't know, you might do something different, but the chariot just means that you're going to be traveling with this book. Um, so you may go on a book tour or you may just travel with it and talk about it or Maybe some conventions or something like that. I don't know. There's something coming up around travel around or maybe you traveled in this book or something, or maybe you will travel for this book. But um, I also see with your second book, there's going to be some traveling that happens. And I don't know why I keep hearing true crime in my head and I'm not even sure what that's about, but there's, I keep hearing true crime, true crime. So there, there's, there's some kind of aspect to it where you're going to be doing a lot of research around it, or maybe there is something true crime around it, but um I don't, I don't know. This is a really good project for you and you really should do it. And you really should just do more writing because you're going to be really good at it. Like there's a lot of, wow. There is a lot of, a lot of money. <laughs> um, comes in slow at first, but you could actually like do this as a for a living. Sort of thing. Knight of Pentacles just means around money, especially it means career. It's like, you need to like set it up as a career and let the money just kind of flow to you. So, yeah, I hope that cool. that made sense. Thank you so much for doing the readings. I appreciate it. I really do. We haven't done that on the show yet. It's the first you're really? the first one on this on this live this format to do readings. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so you're special. You have some really cool people on your show, though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. Thank you for the compliment. But um, I have another question for you, too. I don't need a reading. I'm good. Um, but with, with the work you do, what, what do you enjoy best out of it? I mean, what, what do you get out of it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, that's a very good question. So at first, I was doing it out of curiosity. When I first started, I was just really curious. Like, why am I connected to this other part of the world and other people aren't? Because I've been like this since I was a kid like I was I was telling the person that I'm dating right now I was telling him um do you know what I wanted to do when I was a kid 
I <laughs> I wanted to be an oceanographer because I want to talk to whales. But after that, I was like really into the pyramids and I learned about the pyramid on Mars. And I was like, I'm going to figure that out. Like, that's what I want to do for a living. I'm going to go and figure out the pyramid on Mars. Like, and I want to figure out the secrets of the pyramids. Like, so I've always been kind of in this, this thing. So when I first started, it was out of curiosity because I've always been into it. Like my dad used to take me Bigfoot hunting. Um, and you know, it's, it's just in my DNA, but as I've gotten older and as I've like, like nuanced it, I really feel like this is my purpose. I love teach. Like, like I'm really, really like passionate about teaching women, especially women, how to use their abilities. Like we are such emotional creatures and I don't care if you are a woman or if you identify as a woman, it doesn't matter. Just that feminine energy. Um, there's something about that energy that is very psychic and watery and creative. Like we have this creative thing because we, we, we uh, create through our womb space. And so it's just a different energy. And I love teaching women how to harness that energy and really empower themselves through it. And psychic abilities can really do that. Like I've taken people from being like, oh, I don't have any psychic abilities to channeling. You know what I mean? Where they're going to alternate universes. Um, and all because somebody just believed in them. That's all they really needed was somebody to say, you can do it. And once you say that to them, they're like, oh, maybe I can do it. And like, um, there's this joke about me that, um, that, that I just say, yes, you can do it. So do it now. And then you have to do it, you know, and then you do it. And, and then they're like, wow, I just did that. And I'm like, see, see what happens when you believe in yourself kind of thing. So that's really what, what makes me tick now. And same with, I investigate so different now. I investigate like, like, I'm not really interested in like, is it haunted? I'm more interested in like, okay, why am I here? I know I already know it's haunted because I'm here. So why am I here? Why did the universe bring me here? What is it that I need to know? Or what is it that I need to move? Like the energy, like, like who needs my help? And that's kind of how I go at it now. So it's a little bit different um, because I already have that suspension of disbelief, you know? So I already know that it's going to be haunted. It's just, I don't know. Um, it's, it's a different place and it's a little more fulfilling and um, I'm a little more choosy about what I do now because of it, because I need it to, I need it to make sense and I need it to be fulfilling, but I also need to make sure that I'm not just doing it for fun. I don't, you know what I'm trying to say? Like it's, it's not fun to me anymore. It's, it doesn't, it, it lights me up. Sure. I mean, as I'm talking about like my eyes are getting really big, I know, but um, it's, it's more about purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a change there's, agent. I hope I'm a change agent, you know? There's nothing like the feeling of doing an investigation and accomplishing something at the investigation with, with the family that you're working yes. with. Yes. That is like the ultimate yes. high because, because you know you've helped somebody and it's just the greatest feeling in the world. Yes. And that's what I love about you. Like you, you've nailed it. That's exactly it. I mean, yeah, I want to go to Waverly and I want to go check it out. Right. Because I'm curious, but right. like at the same time, if I, if I go to Waverly, I'm going to go like, I think I'm going to Waverly. It's probably why I mentioned it. Um, <laughs> not that I'm thinking about, it. I don't know if I'm going to Waverly, but I'm like, why am I talking about it? But, um, but there's probably something there that, that needs to be moved. There's probably some energy pocket or something that needs to be moved. I'm like, Oh, that's why I'm here. Um, 
you know, we're going to be we're going to be doing some stuff. The Council of Greg is going to be doing some stuff at In Point Pleasant with Mothman um, in September. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going because I want to go to the festival. Of course I do. But there's like this bigger energy there that that I need to explore because it's you know it's it's calling. And why is it calling? I don't know yet. When I go there, I'll figure it out. But it's, right. it's that kind of thing where you're just following the synchronicities and following the bouncing ball. And again, if you want to know about more of this, I'll look up Council of Greg podcast. You'll, we talk about it a lot. And we're going to be talking about it more. It's, it's brand new. So we haven't got to everything yet. But um, we do have a Patreon. And that's where we're going to be doing all the experiments. So if you want to be part of the experiments, because a lot of this stuff is going to be interactive, just so you know. like if So I'm going to be doing some Gonsfield stuff. And it's we're going to be interacting. We're going to try to do group consciousness. We're going to try to to bring everybody into group consciousness and have uh, everybody see the same thing. So it's going to be fun. But, um, you know, if you're interested in that kind of thing, definitely check out the Patreon. But um, it's it's really about pushing those boundaries, I think, and and really, really bringing that liminal space back into our lives. You know, like I think that's what we're missing. We're missing that connection does that make, mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah and helping people like you said like you go in and you really are clearly helping people when you sit down and talk to people in investigation you're like wow i'm here because of you need help and that's so life affirming it's not from an ego place either it's very humbling actually mm-hmm. i find it's very humbling absolutely that, that, like yeah, you're like I know about this stuff and I can help, and that's, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, God, this just blew by. We've been on an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh, wow, we're done. Oh my gosh. Okay, that was really fast. <laughs> it blew by. Um, I'd like to get you back on again and 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 chat some more because I mean this this was so fun. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to. That was the dog. <laughs> she bumped the other mic. <laughs> Um, yeah, that would be great. Um, people want to know, uh, what, what, where, where they can contact you or, or where they can follow you. So, okay. So my website is, my last name is Woodward. You're right about that. I just go by Heather and Sharon now because that's okay. my, my stage name. Um, so if you look up Heather Woodward, you will find me, <laughs> but, um, uh, you can go to heatherashira.com. That's like my, my main website. You can, my spelling is right there. Um, but if you want to know about the podcast, the podcast is called Council of Greg. You can look it up. It's really, it's on Spreaker if you want to know, but it's anywhere that you can get podcasts. Um, and then if you just look up on Patreon, Council of Greg, you can find me there too. Though, but that's where I'm going to be doing most of my stuff is in the Patreon. So if you want to work with me in any way, that's like the cheapest way to do it. Like we have like $5 tiers, $15 tiers. It's like, it's super cheap and it's, that's. Yeah, if you want to get into the good stuff, that's where you go. But if you want a reading or if you just want to, like, okay, so the other thing, too, is, like, ask me questions. So find me on Facebook. That's where I'm, I'm always on. Message me. I will answer any questions because I'm that person. So, cool. yeah. Well, thank you so much again. This was great. Let's not spend seven years in between or whatever. I know. Right? Whatever the, the, the evil long time was. But I, I, I do want to um, I want to work with you on some stuff. I do, I do want to talk yeah, to you let's, and discuss let's do it. with you. So let's do that, you know? And, yeah, uh, I and really, please, I, 
Good. I want you on my podcast too. I really, okay. you have, I know you have some good insight. You've been doing this for, I don't know, 20 something years. Like yeah, long time. you got it down girl. Yeah. <laughs> long time. Yeah. It's kind of nice. You know how, like we talked about that, that, that little break in between. I was mm -hmm. kind of doing that when I'm taking care of my mom, but then I, I was going out occasionally because she would go too. It was funny. Yeah. Though. And, um, but this year with COVID has given me the break I need. I feel great. You know, I'm ready to launch back out yeah. and get things going again. You know, so it was a nice break for me. So I can't wait to get back out. So again, yeah, let's get together and talk. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Let's do it. Like, I, I have a feeling we're going to work together and blow some people's minds. I think so too. Awesome. I think so too. In fact, I'm, I'm thinking about hmm, maybe I'm going to SoCal and we can work together on something. You know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right, Heather, thank you so much. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Thank okay, you, you so much. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. All right, guys. That was a great show. That was a fun show. And I definitely am going to be working with Heather on other projects after today. After today. And uh, anyway, I want to let you guys get a heads up. Uh, Thursday's show, uh, well, there's two options. Uh, the client, the, the guy that's going to be on, we're going to be talking about racism. We're going to, I get to put on my, my, my news reporter hat. We're going to be talking about racism in the United States. And he's in central, he, he, he's in central, uh, U.S. So he wants to go early in the morning, which puts me at an 8 a.m. time. And I don't think any of you guys are going to be up and available that early. But uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm thinking about just pre-recording it and then doing our regular 6.30 slots. So you guys can check it out on on um, YouTube. Uh, but I do want you guys to check it out either way because it is, it, it is a topic that, that, that's, that's, that's really rampant right now. And I've been wanting to have somebody on to talk about racism for a long time. So I'm going to have, have, like I said, I'm going to have this guest on. So be on the lookout for that. Um, again, uh, we are the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team. We're based out of Sacramento, California. And we get on my other page ah, so I can like put my ending on. But uh, as you can see, the thing flashing down, um, this is all, this whole show is self-supported. That's why I'm going to be starting up a Patreon probably this either Friday or this weekend. I'm working on a website for the radio show. And that will have current shows on it and current list of shows and all that. So that should be cut. In fact, it's already, it's already live, but it's, it's incomplete as, as I put it together. But uh, we could, you know, if you feel in your heart to do a little donation, $5 here, $5 there, that would be great to help us pay for all this. You know, internet fees, uh, paying for StreamYard to air this and, and you know, all this, all this fine equipment we have. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and beg like KBI or anybody, but every little bit would help. And that's why we're putting together the Patreon. The Patreon, what I'm expecting to do with that is we're going to have outtakes from this show that you don't normally get bloopers because I'll tell you, I mean, when I'm doing the, pri the, the, the pre-record shows, I make mistakes and some of them are pretty funny where I've fallen out of the chair and mics have come down on my head and stuff like that, you know, while I'm blabbing away. So I'm going to try to put together like a blooper reel. But I also want to put together a, um, I want to put together a uh, newsletter for the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team that's going to feature, there's going to be a psychic's corner in there and haunted locations that are easily accept, <clears throat> accessible that people can go visit and stuff like that and equipment reviews and stuff like that. So I'm thinking about doing that with the Patreon as well. So uh, once I put this together, I'll let you guys know and, you know, and all that. And like, like Heather says, I want to keep it cheap for people. 
to uh, become members on and stuff. And uh, I might even move, move my ass to Ghost Hunter over there where you guys can ask me questions or we can talk about spooky haunted locations or stuff like that. But um, I'm working all that out right now along with doing the website and everything else. But again, um, if you like the show, share it. Share it with five people. If you didn't like the show, share it with five people. I just want to get the word out about, about this show because, like I said, we're trying to get sponsors. We're trying to build up and, and do all that good stuff. So um, share, share, share. And I thank you guys for coming today. And I hope you have a good evening. And I hope you have a good couple days. And I definitely will see you on Wednesday one way or another, whether it's early in the morning or on a pre-record. Okay? See you later. <laughs>